Welcome to LifeWords Day by Day. I pray that you had a wonderful Resurrection Sunday. And now we get back to our study in the book of Acts. We've been thinking about what it means to have a fuller perspective of God's grace in our lives. At the end of Acts 14, we learned that the church in Antioch commended Paul and Barnabas to God's grace. But when they went on their missionary trip, it was filled with many dangers, toils, and snares. Are we to think that those were part of God's grace? For help as why we should have this perspective of God's grace, we've turned our attention to James chapter 1. Listen to what it says in the text in James chapter 1 verses 3 and 4. For you know that the testing of your faith produces something. It produces steadfastness. And let that steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Verse 3 tells us that trials in God's economy are literally the testing of our faith. That's what's happening there theologically. A trial is the basis for which my faith in Christ, my proclamation of faith, will be tested. The word tested is the word proved. It's validating what I confess to be true about God, that it's actually true when the wheels fall off and not just when things are good. Do you remember the story in Mark chapter 6, the feeding of the 5,000? Here's this massive crowd, and they've been following Jesus all day long. They're tired, they're hungry, they're exhausted, and there's nothing to eat anywhere around them. And the disciples look at this crowd, and their paradigm is, well, I can only do something with what I have, and I don't have anything, so let's send them away. Well, Jesus is going to teach them this incredible, miraculous lesson about what it means to trust Jesus to provide when you don't have any other way. That's the idea behind the miracle. So Jesus' attitude is, you must do what you cannot do with what you do have. And that's by bringing it to me. I'll provide and I'll take care. So Jesus has them sit down on the green grass, tells them to bring to me what you do have and I'll multiply it. And so Jesus multiplies it. And you can almost see the disciples high-fiving each other at the end. And they're saying, okay, I get it. I get it. So I have to bring the little that I have to you and you'll take care of us. I have to trust you. You're sovereign and you're in control. I can trust you with everything. I get it, Jesus. Well, the very next line says that Jesus sent them out into a boat and they head across the lake as if Jesus is about to test something. You know the story. They go out on the lake. The wind and the waves start crashing over them. They're straining at the oars. And here comes Jesus walking on the water. Instead of believing this is Jesus and that Jesus has the power to control the whole situation, as they just saw earlier, they think it's a ghost and they miss it. What's interesting is what Mark comments about at the end of the passage. He says the reason they could not believe the reason their hearts were hardened was they had not gained any insight from the incident with the loaves. Mark says that. In other words, Jesus says, fantastic. You learned in theory what my provision is like when we sit on the green grass, but we're going to have to take you out on the lake. We're going to have to have to see how that theory holds up when it's you who's in the midst of the trial, in the midst of the storm. Will your theory really prove out as faith? God's in the business of making sure our faith and our worship in Christ isn't just theory, but in many ways it gets tested in reality. So God is in the business of using whatever means 
trials included, to develop within us something that is so precious, even if it means using the worst of pain to do it at times. He's propelling us by His grace to deeper and deeper levels of faith and trust. And what James is doing is shaping the perspective a Christian is to have concerning trials. You can have an attitude of joy because God is working something out in you and through you that maybe you can't see right now. James says in verse 3 that one of the goals of trials in our lives is to produce steadfastness or endurance, perseverance. You're not some weird science experiment that God is playing around with, trying a little bit of this and a little bit of that. You are a sculpture that he is molding, conforming you to the image of his son. He is not testing you for his sake. He is testing you for your sake so that you will trust him more. When you pray today, pray for Danny and Rita Ballard, missionaries in the Philippines. And also pray for the Khmer broadcast in the target area of Cambodia. Cambodia.